Amrita asked me for going no contact with my biological father and his new family. Okay. <laughs> I'm currently <laughs> twenty years old, and I have recently gone pretty low to no contact with my father after him repeatedly choosing his new family over me and continuing to abandon every like interaction we would have together. Oh, Basically, every time I would go and have like a lunch outing with him or going to just like hang out and just have a conversation and like catch up as we are both adults in a messed up economy. Every time we would set those plans and I would drive the hour and a half it takes for me to go ahead and get near him because he doesn't want to travel to me. He canceled five minutes before we were supposed to meet. Oh, kind of whack. Yeah. Now, I'm concerned that I might be the asshole because my little sisters are still over there. And because of me going no contact, I'm not able to really interact with them. They are my main priority. He and his wife are not. My name is Fuck it. I mean, yeah, this is this is a hard situation. I mean, like, obviously, your dad's being a dick. Like, who cancels five minutes before? That's such a dick move. I think we separate this AITA into two different AITAs. Mm. And there's the dad AITA and the sister AITA. Yeah. So dad, obviously the asshole. Mm -hmm. Obviously the asshole. Also, what is like, like, what is a a respectable amount of time to cancel? I think, I think, um, at least, uh, honestly, before the other person starts driving. Yeah. There is no, and if you disagree, Comment down below. We're going to find you. We're going to find you in the drive to you and then uh, tell you we're going to drive to you and then cancel five minutes before we get there. Or we're going to get you to drive to us. Oh, shit. And then we're going to show up. (laughs) And we're going to throw hands. (laughs) We're going to have your baby on a bathroom floor. (laughs) I didn't say that. This is a voiceover from from John. It's making me look like a fool. AI John. (laughs) Um, We're so excited to talk to you. I think everyone agrees. You're not the asshole with your father. We want to hear more about it, though. I do want to hear. I think what I want to hear from like what made the relationship get to that point? Was it just him not showing up or were there other things that like preceded that? Totally. And then also I think like something important is like, how can you keep a relationship with your sisters? Well, well, before talking about the sisters, um, pressure, 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 Um, uh, 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 what a callback. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, is it fine if I take a sec to yeah. figure out what yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say? Yeah. Oh, a, what you said, I don't even know if this is what I was what precipitated this like deterioration of the relationship Mm -hmm. with her dad. And then also consider his motivations. Why is he canceling? Is he canceling because he has this demon inside of him that's really scared and nervous to see you after your relationship kind of fell apart? Because if he's canceling, maybe he's like super anxious, super anxious. And like, like, why? Yeah. Why is he canceling? mm -hmm. That's a really good question. Wants to make the situation right again and is just nervous. But based on what? It seems like she's saying in the voicemail, he's canceling because he's choosing his new family over his previous family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's, yeah, we had plans together. Oh, my new family has plans. I'm going to cancel plans with you. And what I'm also ser- super curious to hear about is, is he canceling with a specific reason? Is he saying, hey, I have to take care of yeah. this family responsibility? But does it make it any better if it's consistent? And it's like, like, you know, those are just I think it makes reasons. it marginally better if they're not, Act, if they're true reasons, if he's yeah. like, I need to like 
take this daughter to this like doctor's appointment. And mm. and that's a more explicit prioritization of the new family, which is still does not make you the asshole. The dad's yeah. still the asshole, but it does change the way that I look at it. So I'm super curious to hear from you about that. Also, Cam and I wrote a song about this and we're going to play it for at the end. Yes. So stay till the end to see the song. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hey, this is Sam from OKOP. And guest host Cam from OKOP. Uh, hi. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Um, you know, trying to not fucking die. <laughs> that is what we're all trying to do. What's happening right now? I just got home from work, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we're catching you uh, as you're transitioning into leisure because uh, we wanted to ask you about your situation with your uh, biological father. The, about the voicemail that you left. I forgot I did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, Are and, you ready? <laughs> and also, we both thought it was so cool that at the end of the voicemail, you went, also, I'm... Fuck it. That, was, <laughs> that really made us happy. Yeah, I had a little personality flair yeah. to it. A little spice. I don't give a fuck, to be honest. I'm just over it. And for the we entire situation. <laughs> Basically, my mom and my dad officially divorced when i was like about 12 yeah. right they've been separated for a couple of dozen years before that that was okay and you're normal. 21 now i'm 22 now 22 or, yeah. I'm about to happy birthday anyway. happy birthday did you recently have a birthday between october 19th uh, and I'm about to in december oh shit okay awesome um anyway so he then ends up with his current like fiance girlfriend not really marrying type situation if you catch my drift um, I don't. What, what, what is the drift? Fiance, girlfriend. Like, oh, we're getting married, but we've been engaged for the past like six years. Oh, a classic Jim and Pam, or not Jim and Pam, Roy and Pam. Mm, yeah, mm. they were like maybe engaged for like nine years. Yeah, never got married. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then she had a kid before, and then they ended up having given birth to my little sister, who's like three now, right? As this was going on, we would make plans and like try to meet up. And I understand that life gets in the way, but at some point I have to like pull a plug because he would cancel. He lives like an hour and a half away from me. Right. So that's like a quite a distance. And every time we would set up a time to meet, he would cancel five minutes when like literally like I was right there at the restaurant. And he called no me, way. like, just don't come. And then he hung up. And then he hung Wait, up. Wait, so you like, were, you traveled like an over. hour and 30 minutes and you're five minutes away from the restaurant and he cancels five minutes from there. Yeah. Dick. Mind you, I was lenient. I was way too nice. Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> I That happened about like, uh, I would say like 10 times, maybe. 10 times? What did he <laughs> say when he canceled? Uh, I would cry in my car, go get a Starbucks oh. and drive home. But did he say anything like when he canceled? Like, was he like, I can't make it because blah, blah, blah? Or is like, I can't make it by? It would just be, I'm busy. Don't come. Angela made plans. Angela being the girlfriend fiance. Yep. Wow. What a Roy. What a Roy. What a Roy. Recently, like earlier this week, actually, after I like left a message to y'all, he had texted me asking me to come in, come over tonight, actually to watch his kids because he and Angela had reservations. Even though previously I had let him know that my work schedule comes out monthly. I'm not able to like rearrange shit like that. Yeah. So 
And when I told him no, he started pulling the, you know, I asked very little of you. Fuck that. (laughs) You asked me to drive an hour and a half every time and 10 times you've totally canceled on me. And and have you expressed your hesitations yeah, with, with this situation? Like, exactly, yeah. The only reason I'm hesitant to, like, fully cut him off is because I still want to be able to interact with my little sisters. Right. Why but you, have you said that you're disappointed in him and, like, how he's treating you? Specifically yeah. for his lack of communication when you're driving out to meet him. He'll try to pull the whole, I was a single dad bullshit. Um, he didn't actually mm-hmm. raise me. I went over there maybe... It was the whole, it was like every other weekend and half of the time I would never go over. Why? Because he just had other plans, right? So he's been doing this for like For my decades. entire life, not going to lie. Okay. So this isn't like a, is, do you think this is a, like a new fiance being like, hey, you need to spend time with your new family or do you think this is coming from him? It's, I think it's coming from, he wants to impress her mm-hmm. and be a man that he's not I don't think qualified to be <laughs> hmm. do you think like like have you ever tried to have like a sit down conversation with him about all of this and just be like hey like this Every is what time I've tried he, he will talk over me and oh. I'm unable to get a word in and every time when I was a kid and he would raise his voice I would shut down and just not respond so that's a traumatic response Right. And it's one I just haven't broken, unfortunately. I want you to like re- respond to, to what I'm saying and critique it. Um, so what is stopping you or why would you consider sending some sort of text where you get to get let to get to say everything that you need to say, where you say, hey, dad, I'm actively trying to reconnect with you because I, I value having you in my life and I I would like to have meals with you or meet you on a regular basis uh and it is really important to me but from the way that that you're responding to me trying to see you more specifically being canceling when i'm close and not communicating or committing to plans um i find that to be very hurtful and it seems as though connecting with me is not a priority uh and i just want to figure out where your head's at have you considered some sort of text-based communication like that I thought about it, I think, but I'm going to be honest. I haven't really texted him in like a month, except for this mm. last conversation this past week. Mm. I've just stopped. I'm- I mean, I think like, I mean, obviously you have every right and like every reason he's given you every reason to uh, restrict and stop contact with him. I think he's shown you repeatedly. Maybe he'd, he does, isn't putting in the effort that, you need and that honestly that you should expect but i could see like one last text like this that just really puts everything out there so it's like hey these almost like this is what i need if this happens again like then here these these are the reasons that now i am you know not going to reach out anymore um and maybe just like making that very obvious at why you're you're deciding to go no no contact. And and I also think what's important in considering whether you do that is just figuring out what what regardless of him, what do you want out of your relationship with him? And I'd be really curious to hear hear that. Even if it is just the relationship with your your sister. 
I would like to be able to like actually interact with my sisters. Like mm-hmm. one's three, the other's like seven. And I'm not able to go over there every day. So I'm not very much involved with them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I just want a dad. <laughs> yeah. And when, when talking to you and, and listening to your voicemail, one thing which we didn't lead with, but we want to make sure we lead with, you are not the asshole. Yeah, yeah. About, you are not the yeah, asshole yeah. at all. Like, like, the, like your dad is being a massive dick. And like, even you thinking like, how can I have a relationship with my sisters? Like that shows that you're putting your relationships, like the relationship that means something to you above everything else, above all the hurt that your dad's caused. So like, that's like, I think that shows a lot. Yeah. Uh. So, so when we were, Looking at this situation, we thought it, it could be good to separate it out and just talk about your dad first and then talk about your sister. So we've already talked about your dad a little bit. And I think we have a resounding answer yeah, to massive Am I asshole. <laughs> is he the asshole? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and now let's let's talk about your sisters more. Tell us about them. OK, so I got three little sisters. Two are from my dad, technically. Um, one, she's seven. She's um, Angie's daughter and um she tends you know like those iPad kids yeah <laughs> you're talking to an iPad man <laughs> <laughs> so like I tried to build rapport with her like him and his girlfriend fight a lot like mm. arguments on arguments on arguments they've like threatened to break up like many times and they've done this in front of the kids wait your so, your dad and like, angie sorry what your dad and angie are the, the, those they're having fights constantly yeah. Mm. yeah so it'll be some like stupid bullshit for like no reason they'll fight for us all like two days like with the whole yelling the threatening to break up um oh, and like a whole bunch of like stuff that you hear on the tv um and he would do the, they would do this in front of the children and I feel like it's my responsibility to be in our branch for them. Yeah. And also be like something like, you know, stability for them. Feels like they need yeah. that. Have you tried talking to Angie as well? She'll put on a smile to your face. Mm. Like I'll tell her something in trust, right? Trying to build that bond, trying to build that rapport. And I'll tell her to like not tell anyone else or to like my dad, for example, for like a reason. And then she would go tell him. And then me and my dad would have a conversation after where I feel very uncomfortable. Oh. Is Angie the asshole? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, that that really sucks. And it sounds like Angie is not someone that you can trust. confide in yeah. and trust. Uh, my no, my impression my is... Like years ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like your heart is in the perfect place. You want to be there for your sisters and you want to establish a better relationship with your dad. Uh, I think as far as your dad goes, it, it, it could be. And obviously, whatever you're feeling, you have to trust your gut in complicated situations like this. It could be worth expressing exactly how you feel yeah. over text in some way. Yeah, because like, I think the thing that's hard about going no contact is if you go no contact with him, it might be pretty hard to establish no contact, contact with, with your sisters. I would Say be no contact with them because he would pull that card. I know yeah. we would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so I think if, if you, if you do feel comfortable, 
just just expressing where you're at, a very honest, this is how I feel, uh, and this is what I want out of our relationship. I I want a dad, and I'm I'm willing to put in the effort if you're willing to put in the effort. It has been hurtful that you've canceled on me because I'm putting the effort and it more and more feels like you don't want this. And if you don't want this, there's nothing I can change about that. If you don't want a relationship with me, there's nothing I can change about that. But I'm telling you what I want, and that is to establish some sort of better relationship. And I think putting that on the table, even if it's not reciprocated, like you'll just know that at least he knows where your head's at and anything that he chooses to do from then on is like on him. Yeah. But well, well, the last thing is also with your sisters, it is such a complicated, difficult situation that you're you're not able to see them. But I think that making yourself available and trying continually is is what yeah. you can do right now. And it sounds like you're doing that. And it sounds like you won't stop doing that. Uh, and I think that's really important because yeah. if you can put family first, especially young sisters, being there as a role model, being there as someone who will unconditionally look out for them. It's so special that you're doing that. And I think anyone would be lucky to have an older sister doing what you're doing for them. So yeah, yeah. Just like don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up and know that the life lifespan of sibling relationships is very long and soon <laughs> they'll have, I've if, soon it'll, they'll be in a position where if they want to communicate with yeah. you, they'll, they'll be have to. iPads that you can communicate <laughs> yeah. with you on your iPad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> iPad girly already knows. She she's like talked to me before about everything. Really, and she's not even comfortable. And wow. she just stays silent when it's happening, and I feel very sad. Yeah, it's really tough. But I mean, at least like you can kind of be there for her through some of those things. Yeah. But um, we have a a little gift for you. Um, mm. we made a song about. <laughs> your voicemail <laughs> um, and we want to play it to you right now. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Alright. Your siblings love you that won't ever fade Those circumstances may cast you in shade Keep channels open Reach out when you can your love's resilient, they'll understand. You're not an asshole, Your sisters won't be young forever. If you wait, you will be together. Just make sure to tell them you love them. You are not an asshole, are you the asshole? No. no. <laughs> All right. Thank we, you. <laughs> we yeah. hope you love that adaptation of Lucy in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> we worked very hard on it. And um, I, I we're wishing you all the best to, to you and your sisters. Um, and uh, thank you so much for, for calling us. And you have such an awesome and warm heart. And I it, it sucks the position you're in, but you're doing the right things. And I think trying to stay resilient through it all, knowing that you're doing the right thing is what's really important. And I sucks. It, it sucks about the lack of communication because communication in situations like this are, are what, what is most important. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Have a Much great love. night. <laughs> Much love.
Good night. Good night. You are not, not an, an asshole. asshole. I feel like she was getting a little emotional at the end a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, that's a hard situation, dude. Really hard situation. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like what I, like what you said at the end, it's just like, she's just got to keep trying because um, that's all she can do. She can only control, you know, her end. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. And the dad is not making it easy. The fiance not making it easy either. But um, Bella, stay strong. You have a big heart. And we were kind of smiling and joking through the song, but the lyrics of the song are genuine advice. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and it's good advice. Yeah. Good yeah. advice. Make sure you tell your sisters you love them. Make sure you tell all the people that you care yeah. about you love them because expressing how you feel is the one thing that you can do. Yeah. All right. So Sam, recently I've been really wanting to get back into skating, not like on a board. Yeah. But like, like roller skates. Roller, roller skates. skates. Well, you have already the dance moves. So I imagine if you got on skates... There's no stopping you. Exactly. But like I got the skates. I love them. I'm excited. But my sister is like actually like a derby skater, like is legit. Oh. And she has like snapped her leg in half before. Oh. It's been bad. Seriously? Yes. This oh is God. this is this yeah, is I true. Yeah, derby skating is nuts. They, they they go hard. They go hard. It makes me a little nervous. Um, but there is something I have in my back pocket that lets me just go hard in the paint and skate as hard as I want. Wait, to. what would it be? Uh, it's ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for the ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and then download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com slash OKOP, ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. Let's get back to the show. Am I the a-hole from forcing my husband to stop seeing my sister because he won't stop debating with her and her husband? Debating about what? About that threesome you're trying to do? Exactly. About swinging with the sis? Debating about who's going first. Oh, yikes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I you know... It's Reddit. I, I would have put a past. It's Reddit. It, it, it has happened before. And it will happen again. And it will happen again. Before the clock strikes midnight. <laughs> My sister Marie, 29, and her husband Zach, 40, had their first child, a beautiful baby girl, two months ago. Congrats. Congrats. They have been pretty nervous parents. So when my husband, Tom, 42, and I, 37, were invited to meet our niece, I was thrilled, except I was worried about Tom making a ass out of himself. Does Tom often make an ass out of himself? You know, Tom, he's just clearly the worst per human being on planet <laughs> Earth. That's why I married him. Obviously. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, the red flags. The, the, red, the red flags. flags. They're oh, bound. God. It's like, it's like, uh, I hate going over to my family's house because my husband <laughs> is an asshole. <laughs> like, bro, why do you marry <laughs> what this What are you going to do? You see, Tom and Marie have always had a hard time getting along because they do not agree on nearly anything. Tom has always gotten a kick out of challenging Marie on their differing views because they're both very opinionated. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a recipe for disaster. Okay, but to be fair, 
I love a good debate. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Samuel loves a good debate. I love a good debate. I, I, I've learned to, uh, over the past few years, though, I've learned to kind of go with the flow a little yeah, bit Yeah, it, it just depends on the vibe. Yeah, like, some yeah. people are, like, down for discussion, and some people are not down for yeah, discussion. Yeah, you just have to, like, gauge how emotionally invested someone is. Yeah, yeah. The and more then, emotionally invested they are in defending their side, the... The, the more you argue. Yeah, the, the, the more the, you poke them, the like, more, the more you twist the knife. Squirm. Exactly. And the thing is to Tom, it's funny to watch Marie react when he says things to provoke her. <laughs> like we just said, of course. And Marie always wants to prove his views wrong. In his head, because she was in grad school for social science, she finished right before having her baby, and is knowledgeable about the topics that Tom wants to argue about, Marie shouldn't have a problem with debating because it's literally her job, bro. It's her job, bro. Is it her job? She just went for school for it. She, she just know. went to school for it. Like yeah. what? In the past, both Tom and Marie have initiated these arguments, and they have both been guilty of taking it too far. But, oh God! <laughs> what are the arguments? Like political? I, I, I hope we find out. Oh. Um, but ever since she got pregnant and had a baby, Marie has calmed down a lot. Whereas Tom still tries to bait her into doing debates about touchy subjects. Mainly politics and personal values. Uh, okay, okay. so sense. I think we got two, you know, uh, two different people. Um, this got to a point where Marie blocked him on all social media a few wow, months ago. Wow, Tom, dude, just like Damn. read the room. I, I understand. Mean, I, I, you know, I love a good debate as much as the next guy. But if you're like causing problems and people have said like, yo, stop it, just stop. So it's stop. not worth it. Literally. <laughs> Join the debate club. Yeah, you know, actually. If you want. Or like Toastmasters. I guess yeah. Toastmasters isn't debate. But you could debate the... You could say that uh, your, your speeches are about how stupid Toastmasters is. <laughs> then then you'll get some debates. You're looking get for. some spirited debates. Yeah. Before we went to visit, I asked Tom to be nice to Marie and Zach and not start anything. And Tom's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> Tom said he would try his best. Oh my God, Tom. Sweet, sweet Tom. Um, I told him I would be very upset with him if he tried to bait Marie or Zach into an argument. Tom started out the evening pretty strong and he kept to himself until oh no. it was revealed that Zach was going to be the one to stay home with the daughter. How dare oh, you? God. Okay. So how Tom's pretty conservative. He's a conservative he's one. A conservative. He's a conservative one. Yikes. I, I mean, how, how stay home and love your daughter? You filthy piece of sh like <laughs> slime. Garbage. You literally like. You pawn scum. I. <laughs> you don't deserve like, like you don't deserve to be shit out of my asshole. Like, like. <laughs> you don't deserve you're not to even be a shit. microbe yeah. on my shit. That's about to be flushed down the Exa toilet. That's like too generous for you. Yeah. You've. you've Disgusting human being. <laughs> Pond scum. I like that one. I, I got that from um, uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Nice. Uh, there's this line where it's like, you are garbage. You are pond scum. You are worse than pond scum. You dial the phones. <laughs> Do some coke to make your the, you, you dial faster. Yeah. And so Tom made a comment like, oh, I thought the mom was supposed to do that. Yo. Who cares? Zach said it was pretty sexist for Tom to say that. True. And, and when Tom asked how, Zach told him about how that moms have careers too and that Marie shouldn't have to give up all the hard work she just did. I think that is, yeah, agreed. I think that is uh, 
Oh, completely classic, false. Classic, a classic completely John. Uh, classic me. Classic John. Double down. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, Tom started on a tangent and Marie cut him off and told him to either quit or leave because she is done entertaining his nonsense. Uh, Which is good for her. I mean, yeah, I did. Lay down the wall. Like, like, I have a new baby. I'm done. Dude, and, and just it's just stop. And it's like a personal choice. It's yeah. like, like who, yo. All right. Also, like, I feel like OP is giving Tom a little bit too much credit. It's like, oh, like he loves discussing political and personal yeah. ideologies. He's very intellectual. Yeah, you know? it's, it makes it sound like Tom is some like intellectual philosopher. Yeah. Where he's like, it's pretty, pretty dumb that your husband's trying to take care of your baby. What are you, some kind of nerd lady? <laughs> what are you, a vagina lip? <laughs> what are you, some kind of libtard? <laughs> How many genders are there? Did the now Tom just laughed this off, but it was still very awkward after this. We didn't stay for long after. And when we got home, I told Tom that I am done with him embarrassing me and that he is not allowed to join me whenever I visit Marie again. True. That's right. If I'm even invited back. Oh, man. Um, I told him that it doesn't make him look smart when he always insists on having these conversations and it just makes him look like an ass and a fool. Yeah, it, it, this doesn't make him sound smart at all. The opposite. Yeah. Tom said, I'm blowing this way out of proportion and that it's not his fault. And they got so offended. Uh, and if anything, they were rude to kick him out over his opinion. But Marie didn't do anything to him this time. She didn't snap back at him. She didn't call him names. She just asked him to stop. So am I being the a-hole? Am I unreasonable? I think like Marie's just kind of like sick of his shit. And has learned to adapt. Yeah. But it's like, I, I feel like she's just become the bigger person. And so she's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, hey, stop. I'm not into it. And then just shut it down rather than like take the bait. Pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. So to be clear, I don't, I don't think OP is the a-hole. Yes. Right. Cause just because someone is not taking the bait and being like and like blowing up yeah does not mean that the behavior that tom is is like uh doing mm -hmm. is acceptable and yeah. like someone should put him in check and yeah. to let him know like hey this is not okay even though it didn't cause a reaction like you're still being a dick i think that they should like go to anytime he does like if he wants to keep saying stupid shit they should like go to like a boxing ring and then put like 40 pound like weights like tied like Edward 40 hands just like yeah. wrap up his hands so he literally like can't lift his hands and then just let Mary beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's for saying my husband couldn't stay home. <sighs> Tom needs some it. punishment. Tom needs some Tom needs Tom punishment. Needs some correction. No. I'm sorry. This boss ain't happy, see? Uh, what's wrong, boss? We're running low on respect. This podcast ain't got enough five-star ratings on Spotify. What do we do, boss? Yeah, boss. Yo, the one listening. Go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about and then give us five stars, capiche? They did, boss. Ah, beautiful. Now we're the most respected family in this goddamn town. Thanks, listener. You're now an honorary member of our family. Remember, we take care of our own. <laughs>